Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. A man walks into a surgeon's office. The surgeon asks him, what can I do for you? The man replies, well, I have this problem. I keep thinking that I'm a moth. The surgeon says, that's an interesting problem. I don't think I can help you with that. You need to see a psychiatrist. The man says, I know, I need to see a psychiatrist. The surgeon asks, well, if you know you need to go to a psychiatrist, why are you here? I'm here because the light was on. Just what does it mean to be perfect? Is that even possible? No one really is perfect. We all have imperfections. That's what makes us human, after all. In this week's episode of Positively 365, we will examine how the imperfect, wherever it is in our life, can actually be a blessing in disguise. This episode will provide two examples of this lesson, both of which are memorable and leave a lasting impression. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. Are you ready for it? Here it is. What is the fastest fish in the ocean? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you know the answer to this week's trivia question? The question was, what is the fastest fish in the ocean? The answer, the sailfish. Out of the 31,500 identified species of fish, the sailfish is the fastest. The sailfish is able to swim at an astonishing speed of 68 miles per hour. That's a full 18 miles an hour faster than the second place fish. Now you know. So the story goes, a guy named Bob May, depressed and broken-hearted, stared out his drafty apartment window into the chilling December night. His four-year-old daughter, Barbara, sat on his lap quietly sobbing. Bob's wife, Evelyn, was dying of cancer. Little Barbara couldn't understand why her mommy could never come home. Barbara looked up into her daddy's eyes and asked, why isn't mommy just like everybody else's mommy? Bob's jaw tightened and his eyes welled with tears. Her question brought waves of grief, but also of anger. It had been the story of Bob's life. Life always had been different for Bob. Small when he was a kid, Bob was often bullied by the other boys. He was too little at the time to compete in sports. He was often called names he'd rather not remember. From childhood, Bob was different, 
and never seemed to fit in. Bob did complete college, married his loving wife, and was grateful to get his job as a copywriter at Montgomery Ward during the Great Depression. Then he was blessed with this little girl. But it was all short-lived. Evelyn's bout with cancer stripped them of all their savings, and now Bob and his daughter were forced to live in a two-bedroom apartment in the Chicago slums. Evelyn died just days before Christmas in 1938. Bob struggled to give hope to his child, for whom he couldn't even afford to buy a Christmas gift. But if he couldn't buy a gift, he was determined to make one. A storybook. Bob had created an animal character in his own mind, and he told the animal story to little Barbara to give her comfort and hope. Again and again, Bob told the story, embellishing it a little more with each telling. Who was the character? What was the story all about? The story Bob May created was his own autobiography in fable form. The character he created was a misfit outcast, like he was. The name of the character? A little reindeer named Rudolph, with a big, shiny, red nose. Bob finished the book just in time to give it to his little girl on Christmas Day. But the story doesn't end there. The general manager at Montgomery Ward caught wind of the little storybook and offered Bob May a nominal fee to purchase the rights to print the book. Ward's went on to print Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and distribute it to children visiting Santa Claus in their stores. By 1946, Ward's had printed and distributed more than six million copies of Rudolph. That same year, a major publisher wanted to purchase the rights from Ward's to print an updated version of the book. In an unprecedented gesture of kindness, the CEO of Ward's returned all the rights back to Bob May. The book became a bestseller. Many toy and marketing deals followed, and Bob May, now remarried with a growing family, became wealthy from the story he created to comfort his grieving daughter. But the story doesn't end there either. Bob's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, made a song adaptation to Rudolph. Though the song was turned down by such popular vocalists as Bing Crosby and Dinah Shore, it was recorded by the singing cowboy Gene Autry. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was released in 1949 and became a phenomenal success, selling more records than any other Christmas song with the exception of White Christmas. The gift of love that Bob May created for his daughter so long ago kept returning back to bless him again and again, and Bob May learned the lesson, just like his dear friend Rudolph, that being different isn't so bad. In fact, being different can be a blessing. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? This Christmas story gives a lesson that is so important to remember all year long. Sometimes the very thing 
that we would call an imperfection turns out to be a blessing in disguise. To conclude this week's episode, we will have an ancient fable from China that teaches much the same lesson. Listen to the fable of the cracked pot. A water bearer in China had two large pots, each hung on the ends of a pole which he carried across his neck. One of the pots had a crack in it, while the other pot was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water. At the end of the long walk from the stream to the house, the cracked pot arrived only half full. For a full two years, this went on daily, with the bearer delivering only one and a half pots full of water to his house. Of course, the perfect pot was proud of its accomplishments, perfect for which it was made. But the poor cracked pot was ashamed of its own imperfection and miserable that it was able to accomplish only half of what it had been made to do. After two years of what it perceived to be a bitter failure, it spoke to the water bearer one day by the stream. I am ashamed of myself because this crack in my side causes water to leak out all the way back to your house. The bearer of the pot said to him, Did you notice that there were flowers only on your side of the path, but not on the other pot's side? That's because I have always known about your flaw, and I planted flower seeds on your side of the road, and every day while we walk back, you water them. For two years, I have been able to pick these beautiful flowers to decorate the table. Without you being just the way you are, there would not be this beauty to grace the house. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So, until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year. The preceding has been a Canine Wattis production. Sandy, Rita, Levi, do you approve?